Welcome to Smart Poker Study, the podcast dedicated to helping you play more effectively, earn more money, and be 1% better every day. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. In last week's episode number 261, I discussed the best strategy that nobody's doing, poker game tape. It's poker study time, y'all. Hello and welcome to episode 262 of the Smart Poker Study Podcast. My name is Sky, and if it's your first time here, welcome. And if you've been visiting, uh, stopping by for quite a while now, I really do appreciate you tuning in and telling your friends. And of course, regardless if it's your first time or long time, make sure you subscribe in your favorite podcatcher because every single week I have incredible poker strategy episodes dropping right for your ear holes. So, of course, today's episode, I think it's a pretty good one. This one's called The Really Real Reason to Make Poker Goals. So I'm going to discuss making poker goals. I'm going to give you the hows and the whys. Well, I guess we'll we'll start with the whys and then I'll give you the hows. But before we get to the goals, I want to take this opportunity to let you know that the Smart Poker Study podcast is brought to you by my membership site. You know the name, but maybe you don't know why I chose the name. Tell them, Dirk. Well, my idea was, you know, I just want a name. I want it so we can cut glass, you know, like razor sharp. Razor sharp, right? Yeah, well, when I close my eyes, I see this thing. It's like this big sign. And the name is in like bright blue neon lights with like purple outline. And this name is just so bright and so sharp that the sign, it just blows up because the name is just so powerful. The Poker Forge. Yes, it's called the Poker Forge because just like a blacksmith takes a raw piece of metal and through hard work, he forms it into something useful and beautiful. That's what we are doing. Through focused effort, both on and off the felt, Poker Forge members are forming themselves into the beautifully winning players that they want to be. Members get access to a growing library of strategy videos and resources that cover everything you need to become a winning poker player. And this month, we're diving really deep into the 10 things that you need to do for profitable poker. That's right, I'm giving all of my members a free, uh, well, I'm giving them free access to my course called the Quick Wins Poker Course. So if you're serious about becoming a better poker player, go to thepokerforge.com right now. It's the place to be. It's a no-brainer. It's like using a HUD if you're an online player. So go to thepokerforge.com to check it out and join today. Okay, let's get to poker goals. So please visit the show notes page for everything I discussed today, along with other really good study strategy tips by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod262. The show notes for this episode are about two-thirds of the way down the page. Let's set some goals! Gambate! And now for our feature presentation. Here's one of my favorite quotes from a fellow by the name of Jim Rohn. He says, The major reason for setting a goal is for what it makes you do to accomplish it. This will always be a far greater value than what you get. Now, I absolutely love this quote. I used to believe that the reason for setting a goal, it was simply just to achieve that thing. So setting a goal to run my first marathon, for example, was simply to run a marathon. But like Jim said, I think that the real benefit of setting a goal is to become the person who can achieve that goal. So in order to run a marathon, maybe if you're starting from scratch, 
You have to become a person who runs multiple days every single week. You need to be a person who can smartly plan your training to gradually increase your endurance and your strength. You also have to become someone who can persevere through sore muscles and just, uh, you know, not wanting to train that day, lay in bed that morning instead of getting up and running before work. And you have to become someone who has the mental fortitude to make a long-term goal and work over weeks and months to achieve it without giving up. Now, those are all the real benefits of setting and working toward a goal of running a marathon, for example. Striving to achieve this goal turns you into the person that you want to be. Every goal that you strive for is an opportunity to improve yourself and develop a growth mindset, maybe some great habits, and hopefully increase that confidence. Let's say you want to lose 20 pounds. Well, for physical and health reasons, that's a really good goal to achieve. If you end up losing those 20 pounds, maybe your back and legs will hurt less from standing at work all day, you're going to feel better about yourself, your clothes are going to fit nicer, and you'll have more confidence in your appearance. But the other part of achieving this goal, the part that a lot of people do not think about, is that now you are the person that can control what you eat. You can force yourself to exercise more. You know how to work hard to achieve your goals, and now you can do more than you could before. One final implication of this is that even if you don't achieve your goal, even if you just lose 19 pounds instead of 20, even if you stop running when you hit 20 miles and you don't make it to your 26, you've at least pushed yourself further than you have before, and you're closer now to the person that you want to be. So the same attitude can be taken towards your poker goals. Most players want to earn money from poker, maybe a nice side income from the game, like $200 or $500 a month. Let's say you are a 25 NL player, and your current win rate is positive 4 big blinds per 100 hands. You decide to set a goal of earning $20 per day for the next 30 days for $600 total profit. So what do you need to do to earn $20 per day? So I'm going to answer this question in two ways. Number one is what you need to do on the felt. And number two, what you need to do off the felt. So let's hit number one on the felt work first. You're going to have to become a grinder. Now, with a win rate of four big blinds per 100 hands, you earn $1 for every 100 hands you play. This means you need to play 2,000 hands per day to achieve $20 profit per day. But maybe over the past 30 days, you only played 30,000 hands, and you just barely achieved that. You squeaked it out right at the end. Well, that's only 1,000 hands per day on average. How in the world are you going to fit in 2,000 hands per day in the next 30 days? So now your task is to figure out how to play 2,000 hands per day. And this is where the real benefit of setting a monetary goal comes in. To play those 2,000 hands per day, you're going to have to force yourself to stay on the felt even longer than you currently do. This is going to mentally toughen you up to deal with the beats, the boredom, and the extra time sitting at your computer on the felt. You're going to become a mentally stronger poker player for putting yourself through this. And it'll actually help if you add more tables to your sessions. If you increase the number of tables you play, you're going to see more hands per hour, and this means it will take you less hours in the day to play those 2,000 hands. This is also going to make you a stronger player. Lastly, you might have to improve your poker scheduling. If you create and you stick to a schedule of play, you're more likely going to hit your 2,000 hand per day goal. So maybe to achieve these 2,000 hands, you decide to play every night from 7 to 10 p.m. 
And that means you're going to have to say no to anything that comes your way. Sorry, ladies, no sexy time. I'm busy this month. By doing all of this, playing longer, adding tables, and scheduling your play, even if you don't hit your 2,000 hands per day goal, you're turning yourself into the type of player who can do that. That's where the real benefit lies. And another way to look at this kind of like a glass half full aspect, you didn't achieve your 60,000 hands because you didn't play 2,000 per day. But that's okay. Maybe you hit 50,000 hands. Well, that's 50,000 more hands of experience this month. It's 50,000 hands to study, and it's 50,000 hands that, if you're doing it smartly, you are working on your leaks and improving your skills at the same time as playing these 50,000 hands. So speaking of finding and plugging leaks, the second way I'm going to answer this question of how do I earn $20 per day, it's going to be with off-the-felt study dedication. So let's say over these 30 days, you decide to work on improving your game even more than you do now. So you schedule in 30 minutes of study time every day. Maybe it's during lunch, or you wake up 30 minutes earlier, or you stay awake 30 minutes later every night. During these 30 minutes, you're going to study smartly. You're selecting one strategy at a time. You're going to read an article, watch a video, listen to a podcast. You also do one full hand-reading exercise in relation to your strategy focus, and you do some time uh, looking through your database as well. And then when you play your session later that night, you are intently focused on employing the strategy that you learned earlier that day. So not only are you playing more poker, you're doing it with a better focus and with an eye towards building specific skills. So maybe during these 30 days of extra play and study, you've improved your win rate from 4 big blinds per 100 hands to 5 big blinds per 100 hands. At this higher win rate, it'll take you less hands to achieve 20 bucks per day. Or, if you still play 2,000 hands per day, you're going to earn $25 per day on average. Now that your win rate is increased, and you can play 2,000 hands per day, imagine what you can do over an additional 30 days. So set another goal this time for $25 per day, or even $30. Continue to push yourself on and off the felt, and you'll be turning yourself into the player that you want to be. So never listen to somebody who tells you that monetary goals in poker are not good to go for. Go ahead and set a goal for yourself, but realize that attaining the goal isn't the real reason you're doing this. The really real reason is to become the type of poker player that can achieve that goal. I challenge you! <laughs> Take the time right now and figure out what kind of player you want to be. Do you want to slowly grind out some profits at the microstakes? Maybe take down your local tournament once per week? Or are you looking to make a living from poker? Once you figure this out, you can set some goals that will bring you closer to your ideal poker self. Now I challenge you to take action! After the break, I'll help you set some goals. Well, we have some lovely Smart Poker Study supporters this week. John Williams purchased Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. He was playing on 888Poker, I think he told me, and he didn't have a way to track his hands. He learned about Poker Tracker 4 through the podcast, decided to visit smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4, picked up, uh, picked up the program. I sent him my smart HUD in thanks, and now John is using it to annihilate his opponents, to study his hands, to go through his database, to find where his leaks are, 
all that jazz because he picked up Poker Tracker 4. So thank you, John. And also, I want to thank Lucky Bowser and Jamie Hill for picking up the Smart HUD. It's the same HUD that I sent to John Williams for picking up Poker Tracker 4. Well, Lucky and Jamie already had Poker Tracker 4. All they needed was the best HUD in the business. They went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD. They looked at the screenshots, watched a little video there, and they decided that the Smart HUD is for them. Now they're using it to exploit their opponents with the 16 stats on the HUD and the 7 custom pop-ups that I created. Once again, to get it for yourself, smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud. And thank you, Lucky and Jamie. And lastly, wow, more Poker Tracker 4 stuff. Finding and Plugging Leaks webinar was purchased by Kiet. If you want to learn how to get the most out of Poker Tracker 4 for yourself, all you have to do is go to the show notes page for today, scroll on down to the bottom, and there's a link down there for the Finding and Plugging Leaks with Poker Tracker 4 webinar. You cannot go wrong with it. Alrighty, back to class, poker peeps. So I make my goals around the Smarter Goals formula. And I got this idea from Michael Hyatt. He's a, uh, a best-selling author of books like Your Best Year Ever and Living Forward. And he really just knows his stuff, really smart guy. But SMARTER is an acronym. It stands for Specific, Measurable, Actionable, Risky, Time-Keyed, Exciting, and Relevant. Those are all the things that a SMARTER goal has uh, ingrained in them. So we're going to discuss each right now. First off, the S in smarter. Specific. A specific goal is made very clearly and says exactly what you are shooting for. So here's an example of a bad goal. I'm going to move up in stakes. Here's a smarter goal. Play consistently at 50 NL by January 1st. Next, smarter goals are measurable. Measurable means that we can assign a quantifiable and trackable number. Measurable goals are better because you either hit them or you don't. The numbers don't lie. Here's a bad goal. I'm going to increase my bankroll this year. A smarter goal? Increase my bankroll by 20% to $6,000 by December 31st. Next, smarter goals are actionable. Actionable means that your goal begins with an action word, not what you want to be. Here's a bad goal. I will learn more from podcasts. Smarter goal? Listen to one podcast per day. Take notes and put into action one thing from each podcast. Next, smarter goals are risky. Risky goals are hard to hit because they push you beyond what you've done in the past. Risky goals command more of your attention. They force you to get creative, to focus more, and to put forth so much more effort. These goals take you out of your comfort zone and put you into your discomfort zone, which is where all the magic happens. The discomfort zone pushes you beyond the limits of what you know you're capable of, but you don't want to get into the delusional zone. This was my mistake in the past. I used to make goals of playing 300,000 hands, but in the year before, I only played 100,000 hands. So a risky discomfort zone goal for me might be 150,000 hands uh, for the next year with 300 or 400,000 hands being in the delusional zone. Now here's a bad goal. I will play more hands than the 2,000 hands per week I'm playing now. A smarter goal? Play 600 hands each day, Monday through Friday, 
with weekends available to get me to 4,000 hands or more per week. Next, smarter goals are time-keyed. This means that you give yourself either a deadline or a specific time frame to achieve the goal. Here's a bad goal. I will create my poker vlog this year. A smarter goal? Record, edit, and post 13 episodes of my new vlog called Vlogging the Dolphin once per week starting January 1st. Next, smarter goals are exciting. You want to set goals that you are pumped to achieve and that you have an internal drive towards. These are goals set around things that you just love to do, and maybe you can't see yourself doing anything else. If you love it, you're going to do it. Here's a bad goal. I'll play in a high buy-in tournament this year. A smarter goal, play the $10,000 main event at the 2019 WSOP. Lastly, smarter goals are relevant. Being relevant means that they fit in with the season of life that you are in right now. So, of course, I have a wife and two kids to support. Deciding to go off and become a traveling tournament grinder just is not in the cards for me right now. Probably never, but definitely not right now. What I can do instead that kind of fits into where my life is, is to grind all of the nighttime online tournaments every Monday and Tuesday night. So here's a bad goal. I will study every day for one hour. But you have two kids, a job, other commitments, tons of friends, and maybe even other hobbies. Here's a smarter goal. Study 30 minutes Monday through Friday by waking up 45 minutes earlier than the kids do. I challenge you. (laughs) Create a smarter poker goal and strive to hit it. Remember that the purpose behind the goal that you create is to turn yourself into the type of person that can achieve the goal. If you actually achieve it, great. But make a harder goal next time. If you don't achieve the goal... Be happy with the fact that you've pushed yourself to do something difficult and you've grown as a poker player because of it. That is, of course, assuming that you did strive to hit your goal. Now I challenge you to take action. Alrighty, make sure you head on over to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod262 for the show notes for today, for any related links I discussed, and of course, to support the podcast. Thanks, as always, for listening, and I will be back next week with a brand new episode. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to check out ThePokerForge.com. This is the essential resource for any poker player at any stage of the game, especially if you want to turn yourself from a losing to a winning poker player right now, because that's what we're doing with the Quick Wins Poker Course this month in the Poker Forge. We have a growing video library, guided action steps, quizzes, live monthly Q&As, exclusive member-only discounts, perks, and resources, along with a supportive and active poker community. The Poker Forge is the place for you to up your game. So check out thepokerforge.com today. And don't forget my daily poker tips podcast and Alexa skill. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet.